It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? This is Pastor DRE here with you on Prime Cuts. Thank you for joining us on today. Uh, we got a loaded show. We're going to have some highlights from this morning show as well as some bonus material just strictly for the Prime Cuts audience. I hope you're ready to hear what is going on around you. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and I'll be right back with you. Man, oh man, oh man, I'm feeling better already. Take a minute, give me a minute, let me brag on my God. That's that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's so important that we understand and we remind ourselves of who God is. Let's, let's not even uh, deal with the enemy right now, but let's just talk about us for a minute. Because how many times when we get in trouble, when we're going through a stressful moment in our lives, we forget about who God is? Man, I mean, it's like it, it's like we 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 get amnesia. We forget about the times he brought us out before. We forget about the times he saved us from that 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 trial, from that incident. We forget about how he made a way when we couldn't see him making a way. We forget about how he healed us when we we didn't see ourselves being well again. We we forget about all the things that he's done for us so quickly. We we catch amnesia so quickly so it's it sometimes we need to just take a minute and just brag on our god and, and and you know what that that is so important because we always want to brag about what the what the devil has done or we always talk about what was going on in our lives what's wrong uh the things that are going wrong in our lives but sometimes we need to just stop talking for a minute just take a pause just for a minute and then just say wait a minute now my god did this my god did that my god did heal me can can i just talk about me for a minute my my god did did uh save me from uh committing suicide my my god did save me from that accident that i should have been hurt in my my god did save me from from when i was about to just lose everything my god did that for me personally this is not just a cliche this is this is pastor dre talking he has saved me from so much when i was about to lose my mind my god did save me he did that for me he he had somebody praying for me and i didn't even know it until years later that that stopped me from driving the car off the bridge he did that for me man i'm just thinking about it now and i'm like why am i tripping about the things that that's that 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 uh try to get my attention now the things that I used to let bother me and I'm saying that now because I'm no longer allowing those things that were bothering me to to bother me. I'm I'm putting those things to the side. I'm I'm doing as the old people say, I'm leaving those things at the altar. When I just think about all the things that God has brought me from, that God has saved me from, that the things that I walked away from where other people didn't walk away. He did that for me. 
Man, I'm excited. I, I don't even know if I need to get into the word at all or give you an encouraging word. That is your encouraging word. He did that for you. Somebody got a testimony just like me that he did that for you. Your testimony may not be my testimony. It may not be the same, but the testimony is, the, the, the declaration is that God did it for me. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did it for me. Oh, God, he showed up when nobody else would show up. He held me when nobody else would hold me. He, he did that for me. Good God all day. I praise God. That's why I don't mind uh, 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 getting on here and, and, and saying the things that I say. That's why I don't mind praising God in public because he did that for me. That's why I'm not, I'm not a closet Christian. Please understand, I'm not a closet Christian because God has just been too good to me. I shouldn't be alive right now. I shouldn't have the house that I have right now. I shouldn't have the wife that I have right now. But God did it for me. Man, he did it for me. And guess what? If you find the ability, oh God, somebody better hear me on today. If you find the ability to give God praise for what he's already done and to testify to people what God has already done in your life, I am telling you, he will do it again. There is more on the way. He's just waiting for you to remember what he's done in your life already. He's just waiting for you to testify to the people out there, to the multitude, what he's already done already. You use your platform, your social platform for everything else. You got everything going on Facebook. You got all the bad stuff going on Facebook. You sitting there doing rumors and, and, and fighting on Facebook. How about just take one day or one week and just testify of all the things that God has done for you and watch what happens. Oh my God. I'm telling you, he's a wonder. Oh, I'm about to go back to my old church in a minute. He's a wonder down in my soul. Oh God. Bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, woo. thank you, God. Bless your God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, let, let me let me get into this. Let me let me give you something. Because I, I almost feel like dancing up in here. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Bless your holy name. I I, I wanna I, I don't even know where to start now. So I'm just gonna say this. Psalms 133 and 1 says. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And that's the key word that I want to use on today is unity. Y'all, excuse me, I'm trying to bring it down, okay? But but I want to talk about unity for a moment. I, and I, I just want to stress how a lot of people nowadays have forgotten about unity. They have forgotten that key element that makes uh, um, uh, the body of Christ in particular so powerful. It is when we dwell in unity. And it's not just the body of Christ, but it's, it's what makes houses powerful. It is what makes businesses powerful. It's, it, it's, it's when you're able to dwell together because it when you know, the old classic saying says you find strength in numbers. 
Yes, you find strength in numbers. And, and so when you get people who are unified, who, who are of the same mind, that's what unity means. When you are of the same mind and you're trying to go after the same goal, then, then, then you can create something. You can do something. You can build something. You can change things when you dwell in unity. Unfortunately, what we have now is a generation, uh, and I'm not just talking about a generation, let me not just say a generation, but we have a people now who are used to uh, building brands. Yes, they, they, we, we have people who are now building brands and there's nothing wrong with building brands because i i know that there are benefits to building brands but we have forgotten how it is to or what it is to help your neighbor we have forgotten the power that you possess when we all come together we're so busy building brands we we have this selfish mentality we're so selfish when we are called to be selfless we are called to to reach the masses we are called to be um helpers of one another to care for our brother and our sister and unfortunately we don't do that anymore we don't do that in society we don't do that in the church which is really a shame when god preached when jesus preached while he was on this earth he preached love he he preached servitude he 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 preached coming together he 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 never was a person who was selfish he 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 was never just concerned about um one group of people per se you know he wasn't he wasn't uh, ashamed to help somebody and use somebody Think about this for a minute. We're talking about the Son of God, and even he understood that there are strength in numbers. Even though he 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 was um you know all powerful, even though he was raising the dead and healing the blind, he was doing all these things. He if he was like some of us today, it would have just been Jesus. That's it. It wouldn't have been Jesus and the disciples. He wouldn't have had the impact that he had because it was all confined into one person. But he chose disciples to help them see once you understand that your calling is bigger than just you hello somebody once you understand that your calling is bigger than you then then you won't be so um so ready to just do things by yourself and you will recognize hello you will recognize that you cannot do everything by yourself we are called to be ambassadors for Christ. We are called to preach the gospel, to compel the loss. Everybody is born with a destiny, but your destiny is not just tied up in you, it's tied up in people around you. And the only way you're gonna reach your destiny is if you're able to take advice or learn from others. That's the only way you're going to reach it. When you look at Romans chapter 12, verse 3 through 5, it, it says, For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt, dealt to each one a measure of faith. 
for as we have many members in one body, uh, for for as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Verse three says a lot. Verse three is the key to uh, uh, a lot of this. This is where a lot of us miss it. When we look at verse three, it says, uh, don't, don't uh, think of yourself more highly. Don't think of yourself more highly. One of the problems that we have now in, in every um, section of society is people think of themselves more highly. They think it's all about them. They think they're the only ones with the answer. They think they're the only ones who can do it. And when you have that mentality, you 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 put yourself on a pedestal and you put yourself in a place where no one can help you. And you can't help anybody else. When you put yourself on a pedestal, when you set yourself apart, you you refuse to hear from anybody else. You put yourself in a place where you can't grow. Oh, God. You literally put yourself in a place where you cannot grow. How do you grow when you can't take advice from anybody else? How do you grow when no one can show you anything else? And there are some people who may say, well, God will tell me everything. Well, you do understand that God puts people in your life to help you get to your destiny. He positions people in your life uh, so that you will meet them and they will help you get to the place where you need to be. Oh, God. A lot of times you think you just stumble upon people and and you just happen to meet somebody. No, it wasn't by happenstance. It was by the designed plan of God that you meet these people because God says, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you and bring you to an expected end. When we talk about the word prosper, we're not just talking about money, but prosper literally means to be successful. He said, I'm going to prosper you into the place where I've called you to be. I'm going to make you successful. There is a business inside of you. But you will never reach it if you can't take advice. There is a ministry inside of you. But if you don't have the ability to take uh, advice or to listen to anyone else, you, you, you won't get there. Can I take it a little further? Can I take it to your home? There is a husband. There is a good husband in you. There is a good wife in you. But because you can't listen to anybody else, you won't get there. And you say, why am I not prospering? Why am I not getting to the place? I, I thought God had more for me. I could have sworn that God told me that I was going to be this or God told me to do that. And many times he did tell you to do that. And guess what? He gave you everything that you needed to do it, including the people to help you. But because you are so high minded, 
because you feel like you can't no no one can do it like you because no one is smarter than you then you can't get to the place that god has uh called you to be you can't be that husband you can't be that wife that god has called you to be because you refuse to take help you're you're high-minded let me ask somebody out there, and I'm sure someone can can agree with me or someone knows what I'm talking about. Have you ever tried to help someone? You're trying to tell somebody something that is for their good. And before you can get all your words out, they're already trying to finish your sentence. Or they say something like, oh, I know, I know, I got it, I got it. Because they refuse to get help from you. They they think they got all they got everything that they need. They they figure they know everything they need to know. And so therefore, when you come with some valuable, some valuable advice, they don't hear you. Have you ever tried to show somebody? I mean, literally walk them through the steps. And, and while you're trying to walk them through the steps, the roles reverse. And so they're, they're trying to show you that they know what they're doing. It's crazy. Because they are high-minded. They don't understand that they don't know everything i want to ask you be real with yourself now be honest with yourself are you one of those people who feel like you don't need no help and before you answer no just think about how you treat people who try to help you just think about it think about how much attention you give to the words of people who are trying to tell you something because some people will get quiet, but as they, but when they're quiet, they're not listening to you. They're just waiting for that pause so they can go about their day. And I bet you, if you ask them, what did they say? Uh, or what did you say? They won't know. Why? Because they were not valuing what you were talking about. They're not valuing the words that are coming out of your mouth, the information that you are giving them. And this is in the spiritual arena as well as the, the natural or the worldly arena. And you're praying, I, I want to get somewhere. God, please bless me. God, I, take me to the next level. And he's trying to take you there but you need the information to take you there. You need, you need to listen to people that he put in your path to take you there. There's a price you pay when you refuse to be unified or to be one with someone. This is all about unity. If you think that you can do everything by yourself, you are sadly mistaken. So we have to be of the same mind. 
what would this world look like if we were of the same mind could could you could you literally accomplish your goals next year if you were of the same mind could the body of christ be more effective uh have a greater impact on the world if we were of the same mind not the same position by the way but of the same mind he didn't say we would all be in the same position but we do when you when, when you're unified it doesn't mean you're in the same position but we're of the same mindset we have the same goal everybody has to play their position everybody has to play their position and not try to go for someone else's position play your position what what did verse uh four says verse four says for as we have many members in one body but all the members do not have the same function so if i'm looking at it in in the in the body of christ we're all in the body of christ but we all don't play the same position you know i we we all can't be preachers somebody got to be a praise and worship leader somebody got to be an usher um somebody got to be um the the evangelist can can i go a little deeper somebody got to be the paymaster someone who helps fund the vision you know and even in the natural arena you 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 have to play your position you have to understand your position to be successful whether that be in in the church in the corporate arena in the household hello somebody you you have to play your part think about it in your household if you show me a wife that is always trying to override the husband i will show you a confused house let me say that again because we're about truth here if you show me a wife who is always trying to override her husband i will show you a house of confusion a a dysfunctional house the children will be um uh they, they won't reach their potential there will be confusion in the house why because everybody has to play their part and vice versa you know if if the wife um if the husband is always trying to override the wife you're asking for trouble let me give you an example because i know that some people say well the husband is the head and yes he is the head um but but let me give you an example the husband's at work the wife makes this the, the you know the children ask the wife or, or the mother i'm sorry the, the children ask their mother can they do x y and z and the mother says yes the husband comes home and overrides and he constantly does that you are 
are creating a house of confusion. You are creating a dysfunctional house. And so, so we all have to work together in every arena. There needs to be, if you want to see the best of that, uh, that arena, that section, whether it be, like I said, in the church, in, in the in the corporate arena, in the uh, household, if you want to see the best of that, uh, or it max it max its potential, there has to be unity. You know, there are some decisions my wife made uh, when I'm at work. And if she made the decision, guess what? I'm not going to go behind her and say, oh, no, we're not. You know, when it comes to the kids. No, she's made the decision. That's what we're going to do. You know, but guess what? If if the husband and wife are as close as they need to be of the same mind, we were talking about unity and how it's of the same mind. If we have the same mind, she knows how I think. She she knows what I would do. So it's not like she's saying something that's so far-fetched. She's just saying what I would say. And and, and so you that's that's how that's how you bring unity in the home. That's how you do a successful home. That's how you you create a successful business. You have to be of the same mindset. I'll never forget when uh, I was living in Florida and uh, my mother had a, a daycare. And so, you know, I was helping her out and uh, I became like her assistant. You know, didn't plan to, but I became like her assistant. And so there was this issue where one of the workers brought her child to the to the uh daycare and so she called me and apparently the the uh the worker said i could do it or you know it was of the mind that she thought my mother thought in her mind that i might have given permission so so she called me and she said um andre let me ask you a question. Did you give so-and-so permission to bring her child to the daycare? And I said, no. And she said, these were her words. And they, this stays with me. She said, oh, okay. She said, I just needed to know because had you said so, had you given her permission to do it, then I would have honored it. Now, she's the boss. And, you know, I'm just the assistant. But because we were so in sync or because, you know, we we wanted to be unified with every decision, she said, if you made that decision, even though I may not have agreed with it at the time, I would have honored it because it came from you. You understand what I'm saying? You you have to be unified. And, and so I'm just I, I I wonder sometimes how how much greater would we be if we could be unified? You know, maybe we don't agree 
on everything, but we're going to agree on this. We're going to agree on this. You cannot do everything by yourself. You can't. You cannot do everything by yourself. I don't know who this is for. I might be saving somebody some years right now. You cannot do everything by yourself. Saving you years of frustration. The quicker you get this, the quicker you, you'll save yourself some frustration and the quicker you'll get to your goal. You cannot do everything by yourself. By the way, let, let, let's, let me take it this way. Some of us have have uh, tried to do things without God. You 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 can't agree with God, and and you think what you're doing is gonna is gonna prosper. I, I I'm just saying, I'm just saying. When we look at Genesis chapter eleven, you will read this story. Um, Genesis chapter eleven, verse one through ten, I believe. Genesis chapter eleven, one through ten. You will see a story that goes like this, and I'm paraphrasing. There was a people who wanted to build a tower to heaven. And so they said, the people came together and said, we will make a name for ourselves and build this tower to heaven. And so the Bible says that, uh, the Lord looked down, came down to see what they were doing. I love this. And 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 God said, look at these people. Again, I'm paraphrasing. Look at these people. They are literally building a tower to the heavens. And here's what God said. And they won't fail. Why? because they are all on one accord. They all have the same mindset. They're all unified with this task. And so the only reason that they did not accomplish building the tower, it became known as the Tower of Babel. The only reason they did not accomplish that feat was because uh, the Lord came down. He said, let us come down and confuse them. So, so he changed their languages. He set some over here, some over there to make sure they didn't accomplish this feat. But God testified that had he not intervened, they would have done it. Why? Because they were of the same mind. They were unified. I'm just trying to show you what happens when people get unified the power of unity god had to come down and by the way it was not something that god told them to do but because the people were so unified they were going to accomplish the goal so i ask you what could you accomplish 
if you could just be unified? What could we accomplish if we were unified? What could we accomplish if we if we didn't have people who, who just thought that they're the only ones that can make this happen? What could we do if 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 we didn't have people who just thought I'm the only person who's qualified to do this? Can't nobody tell me nothing. You want the we as the body of Christ, we want to have an impact on this earth. We need to get unified. What would happen if we got unified and start and stop uh, uh, fussing about all these minute things? If we just got unified on one subject, what what would happen in America if Democrats and Republicans can come together and, and, and get unified for a common cause? What would happen if black people and white people and Asian people, all the people just got unified and say, you know, we got differences. You know, we do some things uh, differently. But guess what? With this thing right here. We're all on one accord. We could win again. We could be victorious again. We could we could accomplish so much. But it's going to take us getting on the same page. All I'm trying to say is. We need each other. Can't we all just get along? That was the uh, word for um ready set release the power of unity something that we really don't think about it is the missing ingredient a lot of times for success in the household uh on the job uh even in ministry it is the missing ingredient a lot of times and uh we just need to come together we really need to come together and, and let me add this by the way i believe that it is very important that we learn how to communicate with each other again, to have dialogue. Um, you know, one of the things that I thank God for technology, technology is awesome. It allows us to do a lot of things and multitask with a lot of things. But one thing it has hurt, unfortunately, is our ability to uh, communicate with each other and to talk to one another. And, and so because everybody's so into their phone, many people nowadays don't know how to start the conversation, don't know what it is to communicate with other with uh, each other, not just in words, but even with body language. You know, we don't know how to read body language anymore, how to make people feel comfortable. I think we need to have a class on communication. I really do. We need to have a class in on communication. I don't know if it needs to go to the college level because it really needs to uh, be taught even as we're growing up. You know, that's one thing that was good about public schools. You learned how to communicate with each other. You you learned how to, um, how to uh, come together, how to talk to another individual that don't look like you. I'm just saying, so communication is key. I, I hope you know, I hope we begin to understand technology isn't everything, but there are some things we need to learn 
and uh, or, or learn to do better. Is all I'm saying. Okay. So right now we're going to get into uh, uh, a segment. I want to start this segment, and it's called Family Values. One of the things that I am very passionate about is family values, having a strong household, and 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 just highlighting the importance of having um, a strong household and what are the benefits. And, and and so we're starting this new segment called Family Values. And I got my girl uh, to speak on it for a little bit. And uh, I asked her this question, Miss Sunshine, she's back. I asked her this question, what is motherly love? What is motherly love and, and the impact of it? So we got into a good conversation and uh, really opened my eyes to a couple things. And uh, I just hope you enjoyed this segment. Uh, but Family Values highlighting today, motherly love. This is Pastor D.R.E. on the MIC, and we are back with Miss Sunshine. How you doing, girl? That's good. That's good. So we got a new segment that I wanted to start, and it is called Family Values. Family Values. And I, I believe in this this arena that we're in, this, this atmosphere we're in, it's important that we establish uh, family values again, you right, know. And right. so, um, you know, if you look at statistics, there's so many statistics that will say that, you know, um, you know, kids that are brought up in a single parent home do a lot worse or struggle uh, in life more, you know, as far as education, uh, becoming single parents of their own, you know, there's just a lot. And so I, I thought it would be cool to kind of just talk about family values. And today uh, I want to talk about uh, motherly love, you know, that love that mothers bring, because, you know, if you turn on the radio, you're more than likely going to hear something about my mother's love, dear mama with Tupac. You got, you got uh, mama, mama by boys and men. Everybody love to talk about their mama and how great their mama is. And you know, all we got is Papa was a Rolling Stone. Uh, but you know, we ain't gonna talk about the daddies today. It's all about our mothers today. And and you know, of course, mothers are very important in our lives. And um, I just want to kind of get your 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 outlook on it you know what what is it about motherly love can you just kind of talk about motherly love for a minute and how important it is right now in the home absolutely um a mother's love i believe that i mean i actually i know that it is with a with a man and a woman a woman being more closer to her children because she was the one who bear that child mm-hmm. that child grew inside her so they have a different type of bond that really can never be broken right um i think of a mother's love um i think of agape love um which means give with no expectations of being returned mm-hmm. and that kind of love is just you you can't break that bond ever mm-hmm. um and with my kids i know you know they may not be perfect and any other mother with their kids if they're not perfect and um and they have issues no matter what it is that that love will never change and that's just how i i, I feel about you know being a being a mother um mm-hmm. that bond you you cannot break it 
So let, let me not cut you off, but look, well, let me cut you off for, for a minute. But so you were saying that a mother's love is is that love? Uh, you said it's agape love. So it's a love that has no expectations that, of, being of being returned. And um, you know, let me just can I can I just talk to you as a as a husband, as a father myself? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like. Um, kids just do the most right you know and it's just like okay like i love you um i really do but you you're not gonna keep violating you know maybe the house rules or and, and some you know i'm looking at kids nowadays that's so they just don't have the respect right for right. for the parents like I hate to sound like the old man, but like <laughs> when we grew up, right. it's just not that respect factor. And so, you know, you have a, you, you say, and I've seen it, mm-hmm. a mother's love is a love that comes without expectations. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that something that, I mean, is, is there pros and cons to it? I guess is what I'm asking or. Well, yes, because you're right kids these days they're not like how we you know grew up um but at the same time we did mess up even as adults you know i can always go to my mother and my mother is going to give me that advice my mother's going to give me that um you know what i need to need to hear as a mother sometimes we may not you know a lot of people get into oh the lord this this and that but sometimes you just want to hear that mother's, you know, word right. that comes from a mother because that connection is so different, right. and and it hits so different. With going to my my, my oldest son, you know, he's he, he's real trouble, but at the same time, he knows God, and I am the one that he comes to um, when he needs to hear word mm-hmm. um, and he needs advice, and I give him, you know advice and the right advice but one thing he told me one day he was like ma i know you don't want to hear and i know you don't approve of the things that i'm doing or have done but sometimes i just need to hear your voice hear what you have to say and that's because that's that bond that connection that we we have and of course i don't agree with the things that with his lifestyle but i'm always be there as a mother and i feel like that's how god is with us despite of the things that we do how we mess up He's always there. That's that love that will never be broken, gotcha. and you can always go back to him whenever you you need him. So it's it's so so basically what you're saying is a father's love ain't really all that. No uh, no no no. no. <laughs> a father is different. A father is different. They they're you know as in you know they're more you know stern. They're more you know hard with the kids, and but a mother is more sensitive. And uh-huh. so you know you gotta. So you know, we have that. Hearing, it's in our nature to be that way. What I'm hearing, and I, I just 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 came this just came to my mind. It I don't know if it's just my mind or the Holy Spirit. I'm not sure. It, it <laughs> fights sometimes. So so what I'm hearing basically is fathers are more like God's order, God's instructor, and then mothers are more like God's heart. Would that be fair? Would it be this more like God's heart? You know, because what you said, that because, right. you know, listen, 
I, I'm a father, like I said, I'm a father. And, and a lot of times I'm just like, I would not be putting up with this foolishness, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm very, you know, my wife would say, she'll tell you, I'm very forgiving, I'm very laid back. But there's a point when I say, okay, enough is right, enough. Right. Um, but I think it's very uh, important that you highlighted something where it's like, when a child messes up, mm-hmm. um, they, will normally go to their mother first. Right. Because the mother normally has that heart to say, okay, I don't care what's going on with you. I don't care what you did. I don't care what you said. I don't even care how you look right now. Right now, we're going to put all that aside and let's get to the heart of the matter. What's, right. what's right. going on? Tell mama what's wrong. Right. That's the mother. You know? and, and so, you know, it, it's amazing that I see some of the biggest strongest man you know thug dog thug life you know you know what's you know them dudes mm-hmm. <laughs> that's <laughs> it <laughs> let it out baby let it out <laughs> and so they're just they able to go down. to their mama mm-hmm. you know and dad just sitting in the corner you know like okay what's going on i don't right. miss a did i miss a lifetime moment what's what's going on here but <laughs> so, so it's you know I, I get it. You know, you right. taught me some of that. I get it. Mother's love is very much needed. Right. Um, and I would say right now, more than ever, mm-hmm. more than ever, I believe a mother's love is needed because even though the father has to play his part, should play his part mm-hmm. in nurturing the child, raising the child, giving the child instruction and all that, what happens when the child messes up? You know what I mean? So there has to be an outlet yeah. to where the child can come back. And I think sometimes right. we as fathers, I, I'll go ahead and admit it. I think sometimes we as fathers, we don't give that, we'll give the second and third chance, but we don't give that fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh right. chance. And so when you don't have that mother to just say, come on, talk to me, you know, then they feel like I'm just stuck mm-hmm. out there. Right. And I have no one to talk to, and Daddy ain't gonna help me no more. Right. Uh, so I gotta make this thing happen. Right. Um, can we talk a little bit more on this? Yeah. Some. Oh, oh. We, we, we'll okay. be right back. It's okay. <laughs> this is Pastor D R E on the M I C, and I want to give you a formal invitation to our new Facebook page, Day 41 Outreach. What you're gonna see there is you're gonna hear previous podcasts. We also have previous messages that has been taught uh, on the Facebook page. We also have different videos that are going to be airing uh, as far as different testimonies and some other things in the works. Uh, But right now, I just want to give you that formal invitation. Want you to keep in touch with us and, and, let me know how you like it, okay? Uh, also, if you want to be on the show, reach out to me, day41outreach at gmail.com, okay? That's day41, the number's 41outreach at gmail.com. We're all about building community. We're all about connecting and getting communication with each other and, and just really getting that voice out there what God is doing and 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 even the questions we may have or some concerns we may have 
we are, we want to expose it all so if you want to be a part of the show let me know if you have any questions let me know day 41 outreach at gmail.com all right look to hear from you soon all right so we're back and uh you know <laughs> welcome back in sunshine i'm sorry we had to take that break for a minute but listen okay so we, we were getting into something about how fathers sometimes as you're as we were on the break your your daughter kind of chimed in on this and was saying you know we give up too quick and and i would agree i would agree i'm a man up and i'm agree I agree with that and so you know we were just talking about how the child is left out there alone and they're not sure what to do they have no they have no net anymore you know they if they're falling they're just falling no one's catching them um and so right now you know we just experienced this this issue or not even the issue this tragedy with the mall shooting in Columbiana mall and uh there was a shootout there and then there was also a shootout in a club mm-hmm. which injured i believe nine people and so um i bring those up because one of the thoughts i had was was there anybody there to kind of guide them before they got to that point and so those those two shootings have kind of you you know it's it's been you know you've been hearing in the news for a while now how things are happening you know the kids are just wilding out you know, and teens wilding out turn into young adults that are wilding out. And, and so, you know, I'm just looking around with everything that's going on. And I'm wondering, was anybody there for them? And so, like you were saying, mothers have this love that's just like, you know, it, it's it's just love given without expecting anything back. And so, my, my unconditional love, thank you. So, with all that being said, my question is, where are the mothers now? You know, where where are the mothers now? I had a very strong mother, a very strong mother, you know, that made sure, uh, first of all, she was going to tell me what I ain't going to do. Right. Uh, but as you, you said so eloquently, even when I went out and did some stuff, she was the first one to kind of give me that that love I needed to that that love I needed to kind of get my my life back together, get my thoughts back together. So my question is, with everything that's going on, where are the mothers now? You know that is a good question. Um, like you said, this gen- this generation nowadays is. Um, they're growing up, and I think that a lot of um, times, a lot of mothers um, being absent and and you know not in their lives as much, mm-hmm. um, it it plays a big part in that. Um, just like you said, families that are broken up, some of them may be living with grandparents, mm-hmm. and 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 they, they grow up in different. Everybody's it's it's a different situation, so you just can never. You know, tell maybe they don't have that mother to go to, or to have that grandmother to go to, or that mm-hmm. that that motherly figure. Um, and not saying that they went out and did bad because they don't have that, 
um, you know, sometimes we can't control the choices that our kids do make. Um, but, you know, I am a firm believer that they all know God into some sort that it will bring them down to their knees that they would have to call out to God. Mm-hmm. That would be their mother. Um, you know, but in those situations with the shootings, you know, I think a lot of those kids, um, you know, like the one that I saw on the news, you know, looking at him and his face, I, he was like shell shocked. I don't think that's something that he was used to, mm-hmm. that I think it just happened. Um, and this is just something he's gonna have to go through. He made that choice to do it, but there's gonna be somebody that's gonna be a witness to him. There's gonna be somebody that's gonna be able to talk to him mm-hmm. and God had to humble him. So, you know, we, we take different paths and different situations happen. And, you know, and that's why I say you can't, it's, everything is not, everybody's not the same. So, you know, for me growing up, I've always had my mother there, but there was a time that she was, you know, absent in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to grow up fast and mm-hmm. I made a lot of choices um, that I shouldn't have made. But, you know, going through those, I learned. Oh, my mind is just tingling right now. I, I've learned how, so much <laughs> how I've, I've learned how to be a mother. I learned how I had to grow up fast and learn how to live my life. And the decision I did make, I made mistakes. And yes, I was able to go to her. She gave me advice. She you know, talk me through it and I and I listened to it and I needed that in a lot of in a lot of situations that I was in. And now with my own children, you know, I always wanna be there for them when they need me. You know, a lot of times we say be there for them like giving, giving, giving them things, material things mm-hmm. or money. That's not necessarily the you know, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just giving them that love that they need, um, that advice that they need. Um that's basically what I you, feel. I, I, I really want to go so much more into this. So there was something you said, and it just stuck to me. Mm-hmm. You said, and you don't normally hear these two words together. Mm-hmm. You said absent and mother. Uh, absent mother. Now, that word absent is synonymous with a father you know we you know you hear that a lot of times my father wasn't there absentee father and you know anybody who knows me know i'm very big on men being men you know right. you know a little of my story um I, I don't have any kids of my own but i do have step kids i love them to death goes in my hearts so i die for them i i'll do everything i need to do for them right. love them to death and so you know i i make sure men understand that even if you know say with my situation even though you may be a stepfather you're not really a step in father you're more so a step up father Mm -hmm. which means you know you're going to have to go the extra mile because you got to deal with so many different you know arenas you got to deal with a child who doesn't know you and has to learn to trust you has to wonder why uh or wonder if you're here for me as well or just for my mom and then you got to also uh, care for the mother in the way, show her that, you know, no, it's not just about you. And I do love you. You know I love you, but I also do love all of you, you know, the, the children with you, you know. And so you you have to do so much more to bring that, to, to make that bond, uh, you know, when it comes to being, 
being able to be a real force right. in that child's life. And, and you know, I wish my daughter was here today. She would tell you, you know, there's no way I'm going to let her fail. You know, she right. knows she can always come to death. But that being said, I don't want to get too much into that, but, but that with, with that being said, you said absentee mother. And so that's not something we hear a lot. Um, my question is, where do you think mothers be, kind of became absent? Is it because, as I said before, fathers, you know, uh, we, we've always been known kind of to be kind of be absent, and even when we're in the home, sometimes you can be a, you can be an absentee father and still be in the home. Right, right. Meaning right. you're not in the child's life at all. You know, right. you just you know working, coming home, sipping Kool Aid, going to work, coming home, sipping Kool Aid. Right. The whole you know you have no relationship with the with the child. Right. But but where you said absentee mother, how are mothers absent, and how do you think that started? I don't know if I really have the answer to that, but, you know, a mother could be around and be absent too. Um, you know, being absent saying, you know, this mother's working all the time and she don't have time for her kids or have time to spend that quality time with them or, or um, you know, just being able to be there when they need somebody to talk to, or they talk to you, I'll talk to you later or let me, you know, I got to go to work and that that's, you know, being absent in that spent, then they start finding other revenues or other, you know, people to, to talk to, which might not be the right type of people. So a lot of times that's, you know, where it plays, comes in play with. But, you know, that's my only explanation for that. Uh-huh. A mother can be present, but absent at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel, and I, I don't want to keep you too long, mm-hmm. but do you feel because as you're talking, I'm, you know, I'm processing things in my head. Do you feel that maybe the reason why, the reason why mothers don't have the impact they used to, uh, some, I won't say all, there are some, real, some really good mothers still out there, okay, as well as fathers. But do you believe that they have lost some of their impact because, um, you know, mothers just ain't sitting around no more. Right. You know what I mean? It's, mothers are, are being mothers and fathers. A lot of them are. Well, not only that, but I, I'm looking at it in the, the aspect of, okay, you know, Bernie Mac had this this joke, you know, a while back before he passed, he had this joke where he was talking about, you know, ain't no more big mamas no more. You know, big mamas telling you, nah, I ain't babysitting nothing because I'm about to go get my groove on, this, this, and that. And so, you know, so you have that aspect as right. far as mothers ain't trying, mothers ain't worrying about, you know, little Tommy no more. Mothers worrying about Big Daddy. Right. You know, they trying to find, you know, love or whatever. And, they, and, and then you have this movement where, you know, and, and this is nothing against it, but you have this movement where there are a lot of women now in America, you know, they're uh, very much impactful in the work scene, mm-hmm. you know. Has has it kind of, I guess they're they're the empowerment movement and you know just wanting to make their stamp out there has it kind of robbed their stamp in the household? Right. I I, I believe that um, you know in some cases 
Yes, um, because they spent so much time and energy on other things, and they do lose focus of their family mm-hmm. and their kids. And um, you know that that could play negative on a lot of kids because, like I said, a parent could be there but absent. Um, you know, and in their minds, I think they feel as though they can't go to the mom because mom won't be able to listen. Mom don't have time for mom me. Mom's too busy. Mom is too busy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that really plays a lot a lot in. A woman wants to be equal to a man, so she's climbing that level. Right. So she's, you know. And we all know that it's, it's not really equal. Right. Uh, most times when you see a successful woman in any business, mm-hmm. no matter whether it's uh, corporate or what, whatever, segment it is mm-hmm. a lot of times that woman has had to work three times as hard right, right. to get the same credit right. and that is so wrong and I, I understand that with me even being a black man you know I have to work three times as hard and be three times as sharp just to prove a point that I'm good mm-hmm. you know so I get that point and, and so it's it's just one of those things of um, I, I think I think you really you're really on to something when you said absentee God, mother there's a lot of absentee mothers who are absent for a number of reasons. It could be that they're in the workforce. You know, daddy can't bring home the bacon like he used to because the bacon is just way too hot now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. and 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 then you have the aspect of uh, you know women trying to prove that they're equal as men, which you know they shouldn't have to prove at all. Um, you know, but I, I'll just I'll just leave it at this. Uh, I definitely, definitely believe that a mother's love is very impactful, is very much needed mm-hmm. uh, in this society that we're right. in right now. It's very, very much needed. And I will say this, and maybe we'll talk about this next week. Um, I, I will say this. One of the reasons why a man's position as the head is so important is so that the woman can be the woman she's created to be. All right, all right. Because if the man is doing what he needs to do, I'm covering you, mm-hmm. like I'm supposed to be covering mm-hmm. you, then you wouldn't have to be out there working like a dog and being right. disrespected and just running yourself crazy if I'm in my position. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we as men, we need to be in our position. But that may be next. We might talk about that next week. Y'all done got something started now. Amen. But anyway, I thank you so much, Miss Gabby, Miss Sunshine. Listen, right. I want to see you some more. Can we make this happen? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, all right. We'll see y'all in a minute. And that was our new segment, Family Values. Thank you so much, Miss Sunshine. Uh, enjoyed talking to you. And I tell you what, it really opened up a can of worms. You know, it went from a mother's love and it started going into the importance of a, of a father. You know, the man being in his role as the father, the husband, in order to support his wife, his kid's mother. And, and for that motherly love to really shine through. And so it, it just really opened up a can of worms. I'm looking forward to more uh, conversation on, on the subject matter of just family values. And, and uh, I've already communicated with Miss Sunshine and, and uh, uh, we're gonna be 
having some more discussion if you like the discussion or if you would like to chime in on the discussion reach out to me dave41outreach at gmail.com again that is dave41outreach at gmail.com okay so now let me ask you this let me let me give you some things uh some words uh that that uh that may hit you anxiety depression these are symptoms anxiety depression cardiovascular disease weight management issues cognitive impairment gastrointestinal upset fertility problems what do all those things have in common I'll wait give up it's not cancer it is stress stress these are our effects of stress or symptoms of stress and people we must understand that stress is real and it's really not good for us so this is going to be my 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 health moment we need to learn how to de-stress or or, or how to relax. We, we see all these symptoms that come about when we stress. Anxiety, depression, cardiovascular disease, weight management issues, cognitive impairment. You have a foggy brain. You can't think. You can't remember. Gastrointestinal upset. You know, you're having stomach issues. All this fertility problems. But those who are trying to start families, all of this comes, for, comes from stress stress is a real thing and so it's important that we learn how to how to deal with it um and not just deal with it but just get it out of our lives we don't need to deal with that it's almost like you're saying just learn to cope with it no we're not going to cope with it we're going to get it completely out of our lives and so now how do we get it out of our lives how do we live lives that uh are free of stress well um i got five things I want to just put into your mind, okay? Number one, and I know people might be thinking about exercise and everything, and that's good too, but number one is get off the news. Hello, somebody. Get off the news. In other words, watch, watch, be careful what you put into your system. Be careful what you watch, what you put into your spirit. You know, there are a lot of people uh who watch the news all day they they just look at story after story of uh trials and and all these issues going on and and you know they just fill their self up with all these these horrible stories uh and even the bible speaks about this He's, the bible speaks of it in philippians uh it says whatever things are of are of good report think on these things that's praiseworthy think on these things that are positive thanks think on these things and so we have to make sure that we don't fill ourselves up with all the negative uh news all the 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 uh traumatic issues especially when there is nothing that we personally can do about things that are happening to other people only thing we can do is pray but get 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 take a take a break from the news take a break from your social media and clicking on to everything that has a uh traumatic story i'm not saying don't be informed 
of what's going on around you, but be careful how much of that stuff you put inside you, okay? The next thing you might wanna do is change your diet. You know, what you eat can uh, either um, uh, give you more stress or help uh, add stress to you, you know, to your body, or it can help alleviate stress. Uh, and one of the things that we actually talked about a couple shows ago was turmeric. If you just add turmeric to your diet, you know, add ginger to your diet, it helps with the calming effect. It helps with um, uh, relaxing your body, you know. So changing up your diet can really relieve stress. If your body is, is in danger, if your body is acting up, your stress level is going to go up. If your body is calm, then hey, you're you're more likely to be less stressful. It just makes sense, okay? Here's another thing that we might want to consider. How about this? Set a schedule, not for business, not for what you're gonna, you know, what's the next action you're gonna take, uh, but set a schedule or a time slot for quiet very simple but very impactful a lot of us don't take the time to breathe take the time to to relax your mind get everything out of your mind i know we have a busy schedule and that goes back to the phone thing even we we have a busy schedule in life it takes so much more to actually live uh the way we want to live and and uh you know we also have these phones where social media is just constantly dominating our day you need to set a schedule set aside a time if it's no nothing but uh 30 minutes set aside some time to where you are just in a place of relaxation you're not looking at nothing you're not talking about anything you're not thinking about anything trying to not think about anything anything that must be uh completed but you're just taking that moment for your body to relax for your mind to relax and you're just one uh one with god you're just in a peaceful state so take a time take a time slot make a time slot for just quiet watch this ready go Now that was only about 10 seconds, but you saw how everything was eliminated from your day that quick. Take some time for yourself, okay? Uh, the other thing we wanna look at, number four, uh, what's, what helps with stress is a good support system. If you have a good support system in place, you can help, uh, you can have people help you manage your stress level by managing the things that you're going through in life. There is nothing wrong with having people uh, around you that can help you with your problems. Um, let me let me say this as well, something that is very taboo in a lot of communities. There is nothing wrong with a psychologist. There's nothing wrong with a counselor. You need that support group. When you feel like everything around you is just falling apart, you need that person you can go to or those people you can go to that can help you cope with the issues of life, you know, one of the reasons why we die early, particularly men, I'm going to just speak on men. Uh, one of the reasons why men die early a lot of times is because we suffer in silence. 
we 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 sit in the corner we don't say nothing to anybody and so we just keep all this stuff bottled up inside and and we don't release it unless it's in in an unhealthy way such as alcohol such as uh women using women as tools uh i'm I'm not gonna go any further than that but you know we find other ways to relieve stress that's not good for us when we could just get that one person in our life or that psychologist that counselor in our life that will help us cope with the issues that we're going on with that 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 we're dealing with and so it's very important that you have that support system and i i'm glad for the the younger generation because now it's becoming a big topic of mental health and 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 men are finally starting to open up a little bit but the previous generation my generation you know we were always taught you know to be quiet it's not you're not a, a man doesn't cry you know we were told all these things by our fathers and so we have we have compounded the issue without uh, with us not talking about it and with us not getting help that we need. So get you a good support system. Get two or three people. Everybody don't need to know your business, okay? But get you two or three good solid people or two solid people that you can go to when you need help, okay? And the final uh, thing and the most important thing is go to God. I am a big proponent of getting a relationship with your Lord and Savior, God is the key. If you want someone who can take your stress stress away, your pain away, it is God. I can't tell you how many times I have went to God and, and just really prayed about some things and, and, and told him all about my problems. And I felt so, so much better. I didn't always do it in the beginning because it's, it's almost like you're kind of like, okay, are you really listening to me? But once you really develop that relationship with God, man, there is nothing greater. There's no more powerful tool than getting a relationship with your Lord and Savior. And that's our health moment uh, for this week. Stress. Don't let it kill you. You get it out your life. I thank you for your responses. I thank you for all the love that you have been giving. And let me just tell you this. Uh, there is so much more to come. I wish I could tell you everything that that is about to take place, but I can't. Uh, but there's so much more to come. I got a vision for this thing. Uh, and it's not because I'm trying to make a whole bunch of money. I'm not trying to make any money at all, actually. But I believe this is my duty to to help people, to give people the knowledge, to to uh, to just uh, tell people about my Lord and my Savior, uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, this is what it's all about. It's all about saving souls. It's all about helping people, helping the community. There might be someone I may be may be able to reach that a church can't reach. You know, everybody that everybody doesn't go to church. But uh, I don't want to get too much into that. Listen, I just want to say thank you. And uh, I appreciate the love and keep tuning in, keep riding with us. And I do stress us, keep riding with us. And one by one, we're going to make this happen. 
Uh, right now, I am getting ready to go in a little bit because my daughter is going to be preaching on today, ministering the word of God to uh, a group of women. And the conference is called Suffering in Silence uh, here in South Carolina. And I'm just so proud of her and everything that God is doing with her. Uh, and she has a story beyond this world. And I'm so glad I was able to um, uh, be in her life and, uh, you know, make the story a positive story. But there's so much going on. I don't have a lot of time. I'm, I'm just I'm just excited, man, about what God is doing. Uh, in my life and people I am surrounded with. Uh, so thank you again for, for joining in. What you're going to hear is just the the uh, final thoughts that I had on this morning. And until next weekend, I will see you later. Be blessed. I couldn't say it better myself. You know, get back up again. Um, that song has ministered to so many people. And that song has really ministered to me on so many levels and 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 so many times. You know, that's one of those songs that see that's what ministry is all about. It's not about a fad, it's it's when you're able to say something powerful that lasts forever um and so that's that's what i want to leave with you on today we've all have fallen we all have fallen and and we all have made mistakes and and done things that were out of character and maybe you know what in the, the the best decision to make we've all done it but I just want to encourage you to get back up. We've all failed at some point, you know, but I just want to encourage you to get back up. Get back up. You don't have to stay down. You can get back up. You can start your life all over again. You know, never be so down and never beat yourself so much that you feel like you can't start over again, that you refuse to get off the mat, that you feel like you deserve it, that, that you know, I made the mistake and so I have to deal with the consequences forever. You don't have to deal with anything forever. That's why God gives us the ability to repent. He gives us to the ability to uh, ask for forgiveness because he don't want you to stay down there. He wants you to get up. That's why he loves us the way he does. He doesn't, if he, if he didn't, if he wanted us to stay down, he wouldn't love us like he does and forgive us like he does. Get up. Get up. Don't care how many times you fail. Get up. So what if everybody walks away? God didn't. God is just waiting for you to get up. And I don't care what your situation is right now. It's not so dire that God cannot heal you. He cannot deliver you. He, he, that, that he, he'll forget about you. There's nothing you can do so bad 
that he won't he won't be there for you. And so I just want to encourage everybody. If you've had a moment, don't let that moment last forever. Just recognize what it is. I had a moment. I tripped out. I did wrong. I didn't make the best decision. But at this moment, I'm deciding to get up. At this moment, I'm deciding to turn my life around. You can do it. You can do it. If don't nobody else think you can do it, I'm telling you right now, Pastor DRE is telling you right now, you can do it. I'll leave this with you, this thought with you. In the Bible, it talks about Thomas who who failed, who who lost faith. You know, and he said that classic line, you know, unless I touch his hand, the prints in his hand, I won't believe. Talking about Jesus after the crucifixion, you know, when he heard that there was a rumor that he was resurrected, he said, unless I'm able to uh, feel the prince in his hand I won't believe and so when you hear that story people often refer to Thomas as doubting Thomas but guess what he was so special in God's eyesight that he was a disciple and God came back just for him to put him back together again to get his faith back up again. All I'm trying to say is don't lose hope. God loves you. Until next weekend, you all have a blessed one.